Well, hello and welcome to the Digital Rabbi podcast with your host, Sats Salanki. That's me, in case you've not figured it out. Uh, great to have you with us today and um, really hoping this episode is going to be helpful to you as we really talk about discovering your niche. And, um, you know, it's funny, I, I heard a podcast recently, I can't remember where it was, but uh, the guy was saying the word niche, but he was saying the word niche, which I don't know, like... I assume the word niche is like French or something, but hey, it's all good. However you say it, uh, as long as we're talking about the same thing, we should be um, all good. And I wanted to talk about that in the context of social media. Um, you know, why why, why are we going to choose a niche? What's the importance of narrowing your focus? And um, well, if, if you really think about focus, focus by definition is narrow. <laughs> uh, you, you can't focus on everything. And I think churches, um, church leaders, uh, it's very easy for us to fall into this trap because at the end of the day, you know, you want to reach everyone. You want to reach everyone with the message um, that matters most. And um, and so that, that can give us some problems when it comes to our strategy or working with our team um, because we're asking for lots of things and they're not always flowing together cohesively. Um, by, by, by choosing a focus, what, what you're not doing is you're, you're not saying we don't want to reach everyone. Um, all you're, you're saying is you're acknowledging that, um, you know, you can't reach everyone. I, I think that's a, a reality, isn't it? We, we're not supposed to reach everyone. This is a team game um, and different churches and different spaces are going to influence in, in different ways. And that's okay. Um, I suppose what I'm conscious of as a church leader is I want to reach the, the people I'm supposed to reach. I want to play my part. I want to, um, you know, do the stuff I'm called to do. And um, that means that in social media, I want to reach the people who I'm supposed to reach. And, um, you know, we go back to that scripture, don't we, where Jesus is like, go into all the world. He says, start where you are, go into all the world um, to, to the disciples. And that's that's a command we're living in. We're living in that that go um, today in that digital space, at least in my view, is absolutely part of going into that world and reaching people. And uh, the reality is, if, if we don't do that, uh, somebody else will. Um, people are being made into disciples of other things, of uh, money, of pleasure, of all sorts of stuff that doesn't really have any good fruit in people's lives. Not that those things are bad in themselves, but what we really want to do is we want to make disciples of Jesus. That's where life to the full is. And so uh, we find ourselves with this interesting sort of almost paradox where to reach the people, uh, to reach everyone, we have to reach the people. And the people are the people within your niche. Um, it's a specific target audience. And uh, that can grate against you a little bit, um, but you've got to be okay with it. You've got to be okay with saying, hey, we are prioritizing this sort of person. And uh, in a world that is, you know, uh, there's a lot of conversation about inclusivity. And uh, we've got to understand that, you know, the Christian message is first exclusive before it uh, is inclusive. It, in other words, it, it is specific. You know, not everybody can follow Jesus. And um, in order to engage in community or become a Christian, you have to, by definition, niche down and become a different sort of person. And not everybody um, is going to do that or wants to do that. And that's okay. And so we want to create a community that is inclusive and open, but um, actually it's going to ultimately be um, rather exclusive. So maybe that helps you out <laughs> in that tension of 
of managing that. So I want to talk about that for a moment because um, determining our niche is really helpful for uh, understanding what sort of content we should be putting out there. Um, because if we do that ahead of time, then we're going to know what what sort of the co- the purpose of the content is to reach that sort of person. And um, then, of course, we've got the reality that different social media platforms have different people on them. Um, the most obvious one being young young people are on social media. Um, but we could also break it down a little bit more. Facebook feels like every everyone's aunt and uncle is on, um, but you're kind of young, uh, you know, 20-somethings, maybe more on Instagram. And then, of course, you've got TikTok. Um, so there's there's a whole heap of things uh, there to consider. Um, but what I would simply say is maybe it's okay to focus on reaching young people um, because young people are on social media platforms. Maybe we're reaching the older generations in different ways, but social media, we've got a very specific um, yeah, goal. And, and, you know, that's for you to decide. You can figure those things out. But I would suggest it would be helpful to narrow it down and to decide who's the sort of people. And the other thing we need to consider around a niche are, you know, are we reaching people who know Jesus already? Are we reaching the people in our church? Um, are we reaching people who, you know, literally have no experience of church, no experience of Jesus? Are we reaching people of different faiths? Are we reaching people in our locality? There's all these questions to ask and they should inform um, how you uh, create content, how you engage on social media. And um, what I tend to find is most of us, and I've been in this trap as well, just tend to put out stuff. Hey, here's our program. Here's our Sunday message. Uh, here's here's what we're doing. Come and hang out with us. We have no real thought about who we're trying to reach. And um, that just requires a little bit of decision-making. You know, leadership is decision-making. And, um, you know, you're not always um, going to be popular with the decisions that you make, but you still have to make a decision. And um, because no decision ultimately means no impact. When you try and reach everyone, you, you you don't really reach anyone. The tone of voice is bland. The content you put out is beige. It's just, it doesn't, it doesn't pop. It doesn't reach because creativity requires that kind of exploration in an angle um, or, or, or it's, it requires some courage to pursue a direction. And uh, when you're pursuing every style, every direction, every type of content, yeah, you just, you just get a bit, a bit stuck. So I would say define your niche and um, be okay. That, that may not be the same as every other church. That's probably why there are different churches. <laughs> so you define your niche, uh, you pray and you consider um, who you're trying to reach. And for me personally, I, I see that reaching people in terms of discipleship as opposed to evangelism is quite difficult on social media. I, I think it's going to be much easier to either re-engage kind of disconnected Christians that could be within your church community or outside of it, um, as well as reaching people who are totally new to the gospel. Um, that seems to be much easier to do just because of the nature of social media. And I would simply ask this, if, if the purpose of your social media account is to simply communicate to your church, um, well, Instagram probably isn't the place for that. Um, you might find a Facebook group would be really helpful for that. You might find that email would be really helpful um, for that, but it's probably not on Instagram. So don't just jump on just because everyone's doing it. Really consider what are your goals. And if your goals don't align, then... Uh Jump, jump off the the platform and 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 just create some space for your team and your people to focus on the stuff that is going to bring the sort of fruit and the sort of results um, that you um, really want to have. So as I said, you know, once you've chosen your niche, um, you're going to find that um, you're going to understand better what sort of content 
to share. And that's that's a really, really helpful thing um, for you and for your team. And so I use something called the content quadrant, um, which is simply just four types of four categories of content um, that that I use. And I find that, um, you know, kind of fulfilling these four types of content will, will help you accomplish um, your goals. So the first one is, is stuff that is fun. We need to understand that social media, particularly Instagram, TikTok, um, is intrinsically wired to be fun. People come onto social media to unwind. They don't come necessarily to read Bible verses. I mean, we, we love a good Bible verse, but it's a, it's a quick scroll or a quick swipe from, from me. And if you're honest, it probably is from you too, because it's your downtime. You're just having a quick, oh, let me just be distracted for a moment. And that's how most people use social media. Now, we can argue about the benefits of whether they should be using it like that. Wouldn't it be better if they were more engaged spiritually, etc., etc.? Well, of course, but the reality is the reality. We can't make it be something that it's not. People are on there to be distracted. So when you put something that is fun, um, what you're doing is you're connecting with that person. Now, we might have a, the argument that, well, you know, we're kind of supposed to put out more than just fun content. We're, we're supposed to be kind of, you know, a bit more serious than that. And I actually agree. But what you've got to understand is when when people engage with one sort of content that is fun, they're also more likely to see your other types of content. So so don't think of content just as a, a single piece of content sort of game. Oh no, that's not quite right for us. You need a broad selection of content. One, so you can test out what will actually connect with people um, because you never know until you actually do it. And I'm always surprised. Some of the content that I put loads of effort into, loads of energy into, like nobody cares. And then you put like a quick meme up or something like that and it just really takes off. People are really engaging. And, and what that's doing is that's driving, um, you know, the the yeah the whole conversation around your profile and account, so that people are more likely to see you, more likely likely to see your Instagram stories, and so on. So don't rule out fun content. You don't have to be all singing or dancing, but do something that makes people smile. I think memes are great, and uh, you know the church is supposed to be. You know, joy is one of the fruit of the Holy Spirit. So. It kind of seems like people should associate um, just enjoyment when they, they look at your account. <laughs> and the second category of content uh, in this uh, content quadrant um, is uh, helpful content. This is a, a huge one. And it really requires us to actually ask the question, what is helpful? And specifically for my target audience. So this is where you find that if you don't have a clear niche, um, you're going to be putting out helpful content that isn't helpful. And that's the worst sort of content. <laughs> um, but if you can put stuff that's actually going to help people, you know, I think as pastors, sometimes we have this idea that people on Monday morning are wrestling in their Bible. They're, they're not. They're, they're wrestling their kids. They're trying to get up for work. Uh, they're navigating just life. They've had an argument with their wife. They're, you know, like the real stuff in life that people in their, their humanity are walking through um, in their everyday. There's, there's nothing worse than that sort of content that just kind of is superficial, that it doesn't really go to the, the core of where people are, like the real genuine pain points. And, uh, you know, this is a communication thing, a big question about our preaching and our teaching and what we're speaking into. We need to make sure that social media has that same level of care and intent intention um, and kind of deliberate action in trying to meet people um, where they are. Um, we're going to find that if we do that, people are going to save that content. People are going to share that content. Um, if it's helpful, uh, people are going to really um, engage um, with it. Thirdly, uh, inspirational content. We, we do love to just see something that's going to encourage us, whether that's a great story, a great like pr- answer to prayer, 
Um, or just, you know, encouragement from scripture. I think there is a place for it. It can be done well. Um, it's going to be done in a way that, that lifts us. And uh, I think there's a, a great opportunity for that. Seeing smiling faces, seeing just the life and soul of community does lift us. And we do want to see that sort of content. And fourthly, um, I would simply say experiment is a whole category in itself. Make sure you are trying new sorts of content. Um, don't just get stuck in, you know, doing the same old, oh, here's our Sunday photos again. Um, no, try some new things. And so this requires um, what I've realized, just having a little bit of an ear to the ground um, or an eye to the ground uh, because social media is moving so fast and uh, you've got to be a user of the platform. You've got to uh, have an ability to just pick up on little trends and uh, little things. You know, if I were to tell you some of the current trends, by the time you listen to this, they, they'll be different um, because they just keep moving. And so to, to be able to flow a little bit in just the digital conversation, um, you need somebody on your team or somebody who is, is a user of, uh, it sounds like like they're addicted to something, but they're, they're, they're a user of the platform. And we do need to be aware that this stuff is um, addictive. And, uh, you know, it is difficult to navigate that. I'm going to do a whole podcast episode um, on that so we can maybe understand some best practices for ourselves, for our teams, how to uh, use uh, social media to enter into the digital space and to be people who bring light without getting affected um, by um, the darkness. So, um, hey, I, ho- I hope that's been helpful. I think it's really important to choose your niche. It's okay to be exclusive. Um, let's just let's just do it. Let's just focus on reaching the people we're supposed to reach and let everybody else um, focus. And, and it is a question of resource. It is a question of you know what your capacity. Um, so you don't have to reach uh, the people that you're called to reach in the future. Just start where you are now and put out stuff that is um, within your scope. Um, I think that's particularly true of the level of content that you put out there. Don't try and be like everybody else. Um, Be you and do excellence, which is, you know, doing the best with what you have. And uh, I think a lot of time it's very easy to slip into comparison. You know, you look around and you see church accounts with big budgets and full-time photographers, videographers, and, uh, you know, you, we all want that level of excellence and creativity and there's such a benefit in it and uh, setting the bar so high for us all. But, you know, uh, it's okay to be just putting out simple thoughts and, um, you know, stuff typed in your notes on iPhone. Just just do it, you know, work with what you've got and uh, don't try and be more than you are. Just uh, just embrace. Embrace your niche and uh, embrace your call. And uh, I think you'll go um, far. Well, hey, I hope this has been uh, helpful and uh, I'd love to hear from you. Let me know what, what is your niche? Who are you trying to reach? Who is your audience? And I uh, would love to also hear if you've got questions, uh, hit me up on Instagram at Sats Solanke. Drop me a DM. Um, we'd love to yeah, hear about your story and your context. And please do, by the way, hit subscribe and to the podcast, wherever you're listening to and uh, leave a rating or a review. That's just kind of helpful uh, for me. And finally, let me just say that I've got a service called Rate My Gram, which is completely free. It's a 60-second honest assessment of your Instagram game. And uh, it will just give you a little quiz and give you some feedback from answers that you supply and give you some practical pointers of how to take your Instagram kind of profile and strategy to the next level. So you can head to digitalrabbi.co and that's right there on that um, homepage. Hey, thanks for listening today. I hope you're having an amazing day and uh, we'll see you soon.